Welcome to the Winning Drive Podcast, where Parkland USA employees discover the tools, strategies, and resources to increase safety, productivity, and success. Here's your host, Ben Fanning. Hey there, and welcome to the show. We have a great interview in store for you today with Trent Edwards, who's the general manager for the Rockies Rock. But before we get to that, here's the news of the week. We are making some key organizational changes to help lead our business objectives as we scale with the new Pacific Northwest Rock in conjunction with last week's Conrad and Bischoff acquisition announcement. John Jardine will be transitioning to serve as our operations and cultural integration leader for the new Pacific Northwest Rock in Idaho. Conrad and Bischoff is a large acquisition in terms of employees, gallons, and scope, all within a new geographical market. John will be working to fully help integrate them into our operations and just as importantly into Parkland's broader culture, pace, process, and systems. Good luck, John. And then we've got Trent Edwards, who will become the general manager for for the Rockies Rock. And Trent Edwards brings more than 16 years of dedicated leadership, customer, sales, and operations experience to this role. And as I mentioned, Trent is our featured guest this week. But before we get to that, let's talk about our bold behaviors. Our bold behaviors outline how we do what we do so we make the right decisions and do the right things each and every day. Let's focus on deliver. We deliver exceptional results through customer service. How do we do this? First, we are results driven. We take action and deliver results with speed. We do the right thing for the business and the customer, and we will keep going and never quit. Secondly, we are thoughtful, and we do this by demonstrating good judgment, cutting through the noise and focusing on what matters most, and making decisions using feedback, analysis, and common sense. Now let's get on with the interview. Wow, do I have a great episode in store for you today with Trent Edwards, who's the general manager of the Rockies Rock based out in American Fork, Utah. He's been in the business for 16 years, which is 13 and a half with Reinhardt Oil and two and a half with Parkland USA. And man, this is a fun and informative conversation. We start out by talking about his first job and what he learned from that and then we get into what he does outside of work, and you're going to want to hear that. He talks about turning it up, and you're going to find out what that's all about in this. And you're also going to discover what to do if a moose charges you. That's right. If a moose charges you, everyone needs to know what to do, and this is counterintuitive. He's been through this, and he's going to share with you a key success survival tip there. And then we talk about the vision and strategy that he has for continuing to grow the Rockies Rock. They've been on a great string of success, and he's got a a helpful strategy to help that area continue to grow. And then we wind this thing up with three success strategies that every employee at Parkland can use. Dig in here and enjoy the show. Your safety is our top priority. Please ensure that you've completed your mandatory HSC training, and HSE stands for Health, Safety, and Environmental. It's critical information that keeps you and your coworkers safe. Our goal is 100% completion because it helps us know that our employees have the skills they need to work safely. Your manager has a list of those who still need to complete this training, 
and will be getting with you if you need to finish it. Please complete this training as soon as possible, and you can find it in the Parkland Learning Center under Parkland People. Hey, Trent, welcome to the Winning Drive podcast. Hey, thanks for having me, Ben. It's a pleasure to be here, man. Yeah, I've been looking forward to this one. You are someone that's got a ton of work experience doing great work out there. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun for all the listeners to hear a little bit about you and, and your background and uh, where you see the Rockies ROC, also known as the Rockies Rock Headed. Or I guess it's kind of fun to call it the Rockies Rock. Rockies it, Rock and got- Roll. Yeah, yeah, man. It's got, it's got a good ring to it. The Rockies right. rock. We, we good, like that. Good alliteration. <laughs> so tell us about where you're from and what your first job was. You know what? I'm, uh, I'm from American Fork, Utah, and um, I still live here. You know, we didn't, we, I moved away, you know, after high school for a few years, but, you know, we're, we're right back here where we grew up. Um, my first job was so I was, I was 16, well, almost 16. It was, mm-hmm. I was a sophomore in high school and it, you know, school was almost out. It was, you know, towards the end of the semester there. And I had started running around with, I wouldn't call it a rough crowd, but you know, <laughs> they were the, the type of guys that like to have a lot of fun, you know? So we were, okay. we were sloughing school and my, my grades were kind of slouching a little bit. And, uh, so my mom shows up to school one day and kind of grabs me by the ear. And she's like, if you're not going to get good grades, you're going to work. And so <laughs> she, she drove me to uh, a job site that my dad was working on and kind of kicked me out the door and said, you know, here you go. He's all yours. You, you deal with him. She's telling my dad this. <laughs> and so I, I, uh, I started at Gunther's heating and air conditioning that day. Uh-huh. And, um, my dad made sure that I was at work. My dad started early. He started at 6am every day. And, uh, so I, we worked, you know, five days a week, 10 hours a day for that whole summer. I didn't get a summer vacation, nothing. And, um, so it taught me a couple things, you know, it was number one, it was great to work with my dad. He, you know, he taught me a craft and, mm. you know, how to work hard and everything, but I think probably more important than that, it was, you know, I didn't want to have to do that for the rest of my life. So I, I went back to school, you know, that next year with a little bit different mindset. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so maybe take your studies a little more seriously. You yeah. know, like you talked about, you know, we don't think about that sometimes about those moments we get with our parents uh, to learn from them and how that can impact your life, you know? Yeah, it, it was, it was great to, you know, and, and those geez, those summers are probably the most time I've spent with my dad. And, and so it was, I cherished that. And, and, uh, you know, we had a lot of, we had a lot of good laughs and, um, you know, was able to spend a lot of good quality time together. Yeah. I remember seeing some kind of project or it was some research where they talked about, you know, once you, uh, as a kid, after the age of 18, you've, you've spent, uh, for most people, you've spent like, 80% of the time that you're ever going to spend with your parents through that age, because oftentimes, you know, people move out, they kind of go on their own journey and yeah, it's easy I to forget that. that as a kid, you know? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was, it was a fun summer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
what do you do? What do you like to do to unwind outside of work? Oh, man, I, you know, I think for me, in order to unwind, I've got to turn it up. And so, hmm. you know, what, what I do is we're, we're pretty fortunate where we live just along the Wasatch front here. There's hundreds and hundreds of miles of trails that go, you know, from the Valley floor here up into the mountains. And so for me, you know, whether it's, I kind of, um, I'm kind of, uh, go with the seasons here in the summertime. I'm an, I'm an early morning guy and I like to work out in the morning, but in the wintertime, I, it's a little chilly. And so I, I go after work, but you know, so I'll, I'll go and run on the trails. Um, in the summertime, I ride my bike a lot. And, um, so I, you know, I, for me, I've got to go kind of, you know, get rid of some energy and then I'm able to unwind. So, you know, it's, ah. whether it's after work or on the weekends or whatnot, you know, myself and, and my kids are younger, but I, I do have an older boy that's my, or my oldest is 12 now. And so he's mm -hmm. kind of, he's kind of been able to spend some time with me on the trails. And so that, that was really fun last year doing that with him, but that's, that's what I do, you know, before and after work. And then I'm able to relax and I'm, I'm my wife says I'm bearable to be around as long as I get my exercise. <laughs> well, what's your, <laughs> so you said the word, you turn it up. What's your craziest turn it up story that you can share on the <laughs> podcast? Oh man. I've, I've got a few of them. I've, I've done a couple, um, I've done a, they, I call it an ultra, but I have a, I have some buddies that I run around with and they do the true ultras, which is a hundred mile, uh, running race, yeah, you know, wow. through, through the mountains. And, mm -hmm. and I've done, I've done a couple 50 milers. Um, and then I, I did, uh, I've done a couple longer mountain bike races too. And so I'll tell you what, like you talk about, turn it up, you, you turn it up for a minute in that race, but then you know, halfway through or three quarters of the way through, you, you feel like you're going to die. And so, <laughs> you know, finding that, yeah. You, yeah so you what gotta, do you if I'm at extra gear when you need, you know, it? I, I, I don't know. I, I think it's just, uh, you, you, you know, you have to train for something like that. Right. Because if you just try and go and do that without training, I mean, there, uh, there might be, you know, 1% of the people out there that could finish, but, you know, so you, you've got to have a plan and you've got to train for that. And then, you know, you just kind of, you know, you get into that mode where you just, you fall back on that training and, uh, mm. you're able to, to move through and then you got to eat a lot of food. <laughs> that's, the, that's the key. You got to eat wow. a lot of food along the way when you, that's the last thing you want to do is eat. Cause you're shedding so many calories. Yes. Yep. You got to put them yeah. back on there to fill your tank up, huh? That's it. Wow. Yep. That's it. What have you encountered along those trips in terms of, uh, wild oh, man. Uh, animals? We, I don't know what. We've, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's animals all over the place. I mean, you'll, you'll come across like fresh, you know, mountain lion tracks. Mm. Um, and then, you know, you have that eerie feeling like something's watching you for, especially at night because <laughs> in the, in the winter time, you know, you work till five thirty, six o'clock and, you know, you're going out and you're running at night. So you've got a headlamp on, you know, and mm -hmm. you're out in the middle of the mountains. And, and, uh, so you, you get some eerie feelings, but we've had, you know, we've had moose charge at us and we've had, oh, uh, <laughs> all, all sorts of crazy things happen. <laughs> oh, wow. 
<laughs> so what are you supposed to do when a moose is charging at you? You know, I think you get behind the biggest tree you can find. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not run faster because you cannot run a moose. No, you can't, you can't outrun a moose. I mean, you've got to find uh you've got to find a big tree and you've got to find it fast. Well, employees of Parkland USA, you cannot say that you've not learned anything from the winning drive podcast. Who's <laughs> <laughs> just charging you? All right. So let's talk a little bit more about you on the professional side. Although moose, you know, surviving a moose charge is is definitely could come in useful anywhere. What's a strength that you often rely on? And on the flip side, what's a weakness that you rely on others or your team to help support you with? A strength, I, I would say I, I'm I feel like I'm I'm pretty curious and I always want to know, you know, more about people and more about, you know, our customers' businesses. Um, and so I think that for me, you know, getting along with people and, and talking to people, uh, just, it, it kind of comes natural to me, I feel like. And so, you know, having that strength to do that and, uh, and to, you know, kind of create those relationships, um, yeah. is something that, you know, I rely on there's, you know, we've, we've had, God, when I first started, there was some pretty tough customers out there. We didn't have a lot of business. And, you know, I, I can tell you one story. There's, there was, uh, we were, I was going after this account and it was a, a automotive dealership, uh, downtown Salt Lake city. And I had a, I had a relationship with the service manager. We didn't have their business, but, um, you know, they were looking at switching to us. And, uh, so the parts manager who was actually going to make that decision he came into the service manager's office where he and I were meeting and um, he, the service manager said, Hey, I, you know, this is Trent from Reinhardt oil. And, mm -hmm. you know, we'd like to switch our business over to him. And, and the parts manager got up in the middle of the meeting, walked out of the office and yelled across the service drive, Reinhardt oil bleeping sucks at the <laughs> top of his lungs. Oh. And I'm going, Oh my gosh. I, first off I'm going, okay, I can't believe he's doing this in front of there. Cause there was customers in the service drive and everything. And, wow. and I can't, I couldn't believe he was doing that. And then second off, I'm thinking if I can win this guy over, we will never lose their business. Mm. Well, he'll be a customer for life. Mm -hmm. And so I kept going back in and, you know, eventually we won that customer. Um, there's still a customer today. The parts manager and I ended up, you know, becoming good friends and we do a, a summer barbecue every year. And, you know, he helped us, he helped us, uh, get other business along the way because he had a lot of good friends in the industry and whatnot. But I think, you know, hmm. that, I don't know where that comes from, but I, I think just, you know, knowing that, you know, I can go in and talk to anyone and I, and I feel comfortable doing it. Um, that's, that's a strength that I probably rely yeah, on. No, I can see that, that being huge because a lot of yeah. times, you know, the, the curiosity side is a great trait to have with customers. And that goes yeah. for drivers that are listening to this too, you know, get curious about your comp, about the competition out there, out there, you know, and get curious about your customers. 
And when you, you know do what? that, that leads to a lot of positive downstream effects of understanding them better and building the relationship and understanding what I'll you got to do to win the business. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Ben, especially in, in some of these, you know, outlying areas that we service, we have some of the drivers we have. I mean, you want to talk about knowing how to, they might not think of themselves. Well, I know they don't think of themselves as a salesman because they, you know, they, they're like, oh, you sales guys, you, you know, you got the easiest job, this and that, but they are great salespeople mm. in that they, they know how to take care of our customers and, you know, they know how to have a conversation with a customer and make them feel important, you know, and make them feel like, um, you know, they're, they're the only person that they're talking to that day. So we, we have a lot of drivers that do that and do an excellent job at it. I love it. And so on the flip side, what's an area of weakness or I say something that you think, Hey, you know, this is not my sweet spot and you rely on others and your team to help support you with it. I think for me, um, I rely on my team to help keep me organized and focused because I can get, um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm like a, a, a dog. I see a squirrel and it's like, I, I lose my focus, you know? And so <laughs> I, I, I rely on my uh, team members to, awesome. to keep me, keep me focused and to, you know, to, to remember to have patience. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I'll become unpatient at times. And so I think that, you know, we've got great members on our team that, you know, that help me keep that focus and that patience. Yeah. I mean, that's why you got to have a team in the first place, right? You Not do. Yeah. You got to have a little yin and yang. Yeah. yeah. So that's great. You level up with your team and have them on to support you. So we talked about curiosity and what, what do you do personally to keep learning and growing? Oh man, I think for me, you know, I don't, I don't think learning's all about what happens in the classroom. I think for me, like, well, I, I think you got to get outside your comfort zone. And, mm-hmm. you know, when, when Laura Varn, she called me and asked me, she's like, Hey, I think it'd be a good idea if you were, you went on this podcast. And my initial thought was, Oh my hell, I, I, I can't do that. I, I, <laughs> what is, what is I, that what am I going to yeah. What am I going to say on a podcast? No, no one cares about what I have to say. And, and so, you know, I, I think that, I, I think that, you know, I, I would encourage, you know, our, our entire team, our entire Parkland team to, you know, get outside of your comfort zone. And I, and I'm not saying you need to go try a podcast out, but you know, maybe it's, come on it's, now y'all can do it. <laughs> maybe it's something within you know, your job or, or something, you know, at, at home, you know, something that you've been wanting to try forever and ever, but you're just not comfortable doing it. I think, you, you know, you're never going to learn and um, you're, you're never going to try those things unless you get outside your comfort zone. So I think yeah. for me, that that's the biggest thing. And I know that I'm always, wow. I'm always more successful uh, in, in life, you know, personally and on the business side, if I'm outside my comfort zone. Man, such positive advice there. Cause it's the idea, it's so easy to kind of get into the old routine and say you're doing your job every day, you're making your stops, or you're talking to the same people in the same meetings. But getting out of your comfort zone might be talking to someone, talking to a customer, bringing up a new idea to the dispatch or, or, or maybe your manager. And, um, you know, 
proposing an idea that they may not really agree with or even like, but just Absolutely. having that kind of creativity and being part of the, uh, the solution, uh, is, um, can feel a little uncomfortable, but man, that's how you learn and keep things moving forward. What's yep. your vision and strategy for continuing to grow the Rockies rock? So the Rockies rock and keeps rocking and rolling. <laughs> so I, I think, you know, one of the things that Parkland has done here and, and I, you know, I, I feel like I've benefited from this more than anybody is, you know, they, they didn't come in and buy failing businesses or businesses that weren't successful. I mean, they, they spent a ton of money on, on really good businesses, mm -hmm. businesses that had great uh, employees, you know, great owners. And so for me, you know, I've, I've been, I've had that opportunity to spend a lot of time with these owners and the employees of these businesses. And we had, you know, we, I think it's <laughs> at Reinhardt, sometimes we felt like we did everything perfectly, but we didn't, there was, there was so much more opportunity and, and, um, you know, just a, a bunch of different things that we could have done to make more money. But, you know, I've had the opportunity to spend time with these owners. And so my strategy mm -hmm. is to take those ideas and, you know, the way that these folks ran their businesses mm -hmm. and, you know, kind of combine that into one, one vision and, and get, get all that, those great ideas flowing together and then move forward because there's, you know, there's a lot of great things we can do. Um, and, and so I would just, I, I, I'm going to encourage myself and, you know, the, the Rockies team here to be patient because it's going to take some time to do that, mm -hmm. but I, I feel like we're, we're getting there. And so just taking, you know, everything that I've learned from, you know, Garrett at Severe and Rand and Stacy Betridge and, and the, the Keller Strauss team. And then, you know, working with John and Dave Jardine, Jared Jardine over the years, you know, the, all those great minds. I mean, they're all great business minds and they all had, you know, great ideas and, and um, had comp, uh, had accomplished a lot of great things, but just get getting all those combined into one, one vision and then pushing that forward. Yeah, the phrase that comes to mind uh, here when I'm hearing you describing it is build on what's working. Uh, yeah. Then, you know, you got a lot that's working. Like you say, the, you, you've been brought together because your businesses were, were winning. They were doing yep. well. And you are want to build on what's already working. And it sounds like it may be in some businesses, maybe – one thing that's not working as well there, maybe working well on another, you can have an idea exchange or you can spread the knowledge and kind of shore each other up kind of in a team way. You're exactly right, Ben. It's like, we, I don't feel like we need to go out and reinvent the wheel because, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that all, all these businesses we're doing. We just need to get everybody on the same page. And, and with all those great ideas, now it's going to be tough to put them all together because they had, you know, of certain ways of doing things that they've been doing them for a long time, but it's just, you know, taking all those great ideas and uh, like I say, put it, putting it into one vision and moving forward.
Parkland USA is looking for other great drivers just like you, and we are paying you for it. We have an employee referral program that pays drivers for any leads that become drivers for us. Have a friend or family member with a CDL license who'd like to come work for Parkland? Please pass their name and contact information to your dispatcher and people in culture manager. If they get hired, you get paid up to a few thousand dollars, depending on the area of the country. You are listening to the Wedding Drive Podcast. Now back to the show with your host, Ben Fanning. So let's let's wrap this thing up, Trent, with what's one to three success strategies that every employee at Parkland can use right now? You know, I think we touched on the one thing, and I think that's just, you know, I'm going to challenge everyone to get outside of their comfort zone and stretch a little bit um, Mm -hmm. for 2021, because that's something that I don't think any of us want to do. We don't ever want to get get out of that zone and we're going to be asked to do things that we don't want to do, but just know that it's going to make you better. Yeah. And you're it's gonna, called the you're comfort learn zone for it. a reason because yeah. it's comfortable. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How would you want to leave that comfort? Yeah. 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 And then I think, you know, number two, um, as we become larger and larger, um, you know, we're a corporation, right. But I, I don't ever want to lose that that local feel that we have. And so I, I'm, I'm going to encourage the team to just remain flexible and nimble because, you know, I, I think just from, from what I've seen out there, big businesses, um, you know, they get too big and they lose that flexibility and that nimbleness and, Hmm. um, you know, it, it costs them customers. And so I want to make sure that we have, you know, a fast response time from, you know, whether it's credit apps or, um, you know, pricing, whatever that is, we, we want to remain nimble and, and be fast, uh, be, be the, the first one to strike and, and uh, in hopes that we get the business. Fantastic. So stretch, get out of the comfort zone and maintain your flexibility and nimbleness Yep. So take advantage of the corporate environment with the extra resources, the branding, the leadership, but don't let it keep you confined in terms of being flexible and adaptable. And, you know, yeah, one, you of the, see, one of the words that comes to me is hungry too. stay hungry. That, it sounds that's, like. that's what I was just going to say. You still got to have that fire to win every single fire, day. Yeah, and so, fire, yeah, fire. I think, I think if we, if we have that, um, I mean, we will win because we're, you know, like I say, if we have, we, we've got all of the, uh, we've got all the pieces to the puzzle. It's mm-hmm. like, we, we'll just, we'll put them together and go win. But I think that's it. The, those two. And then, you know, the number three is this is something I feel like in, you know, in 2020 was definitely a struggle. There was, there was more working from home and, um, you know, that kind of thing, but I I don't feel like the workload, um, softened at all. If anything, I feel like, you know, we're probably working a little bit more because we're, and and this is just how it felt to me, you know, the Mm -hmm. email load, you know, went up big time, you know, there's more emails, obviously there's more zoom calls and, and teams calls and whatnot, but, you know, I, I, I want everyone to have a good work life balance because, you know, we, we asked a lot out of our team members 
And I don't think it's healthy for someone to, I don't think it's healthy for someone to work, you know, 40, 20, 50 hours of overtime in a pay period. You know, I, I want people to, to find that balance so that they can come here and, and that we can win because when someone's working that much, you know, they're, uh, I, I just don't feel like it's healthy. And so, you know, I want to challenge everyone, you know, in the U S to, to find that work balance and, and maintain it because you can find it, but it's yeah. kind of hard to maintain sometimes. Yeah. It can be like a, like a seesaw where yeah. one goes up, one goes down. So yeah, learn finding that balance for yourself and learning to maintain it. That's a true skill. And it's a practice. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a journey, not a destination. No doubt. Uh, right. Thanks for being on the winning drive podcast today. I really enjoyed this and I got a feeling we're going to have you on again sometime. Hey so. Ben, it was a, it was a pleasure, man. I sure appreciate you having me. Your health matters. Sitting all day isn't great for our health and incorporating physical activity into your day helps counteract that. Our motion program is open to all employees and literally pays you to walk. You earn free money by walking a certain number of steps per day. This money is applied to your HSA bank account and can be used directly to pay for any doctor's visits, prescriptions, or anything else you'd use your health insurance for. The maximum amount of money you can earn over the year is $1,100. Many of our employees have lost significant weight, gotten healthier, and even slept better since they joined Motion. Reach out to your dispatcher and people and culture manager for information on how to get started. It's that easy. Thanks for listening to the Winning Drive Podcast. Be on the lookout for a new episode soon.